a slightly different episode of Can't Find My Way Home for you. A week or so ago, probably more like two weeks ago, I saw this top 30 chart on a Facebook group, saved it, then went back and took a closer look at it later on. Upon closer inspection, it turned out that the chart itself was a crock. It stated that it was the charts from the first week of January 1984, and my inner nerdy muse self thought that something just didn't look right. And guess what? I was right. So I went online and found the official UK singles chart for the first week of January 1984, and I put a little something together, some thoughts and memories, you know. It's not a reaction video, more like a recollection of what I can remember from the charts. And there's also plenty that I really don't remember, and some for good reason. Join me as I look back with a hint of nostalgia, humour, and maybe a hint of cynicism to the UK Top 40 charts the first week of January 1984. Number 40, Bird of Paradise, Snowy White. Been a while since I'd heard this one. A heady mix of somewhere between Hendrix and Gilmore's guitar tone. It's rather nice. Number 39, All Night Long, All Night, uh, from Lionel Richie. The video's all a bit cheery and jolly. Cheap and cheerful, at least it looks that way on the outside. I'm sure it was super expensive at the time. And All Night Indeed. Number 38 is Christmas Spectre by the Jingle Bells. I have no idea about this one. It sounds a bit like if you bought a Phil Spector Christmas record on Wish. Number 37, Superman by Black Lace. This is, uh, oh, yeah, this is heavy. Well, here we go. The original version of the song had great success in Italy. Maybe that's a warning sign. The song featured a number of dance gestures that acted out the lyrics, including sleeping, waving, hitching a ride, because I guess you could do that in the 80s or it was a thing, sneezing, walking, swimming, skiing, spraying deodorant, this is just bizarre, sounding a horn, ringing a bell, flexing muscles as a macho man, making the letters OK, blowing kisses, combing and flying like Superman. My God. These dance moves were detailed on the record sleeve. Click the link uh, to see them in all their glory on top of the pops with Sooty. Number 36, Lionel Richie. He's a busy man, running with the night, and there seems to be some kind of theme with nights and running and dancing and lots of uh, high-energy stuff. So, um, yeah, check it out. I'm not really sure if this was the record before or after Hello, which is probably one of the creepiest videos ever made. Number 35, Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Arguably one of the most iconic songs of the 1980s. Banned by Radio 1, well, mostly by the sanctimoniously smug Mike Reed. Although, if I remember rightly, John Peel, Kid Jensen, probably Janice Long and so on. The, the cool kids on Radio 1, they continue to play it on late night radio. And uh, the single itself, I think, sold more than 2 million copies. Uh, linked below in the video, you'll find the wiki page that goes into a bit more detail. Uh, a bit of top trivia. I like the part where none of the band actually appeared on the original recording as Trevor Horn thought their playing wasn't up to it. Who would have guessed? Number 34, Waterfront Simple Minds. I remember seeing the mines at Ibrox Park, Glasgow, 
uh, in June 1986. Sadly, I can't remember if it was on the 6th or the 7th of June. It was a long time ago. Another favourite band of mine at the time were The Cult, and they were also on the bill. Uh, the Water Boys and a couple other great bands too. Waterfront was the song that the band opened with at this gig, and it's one note on the bass on a loop. Number 33, I Can't Help, by Elvis Presley, because why not? Number 32, Sweet Surrender, uh, by Rod Stewart. I have no memory of this song whatsoever because it's, it's kind of rubbish. But uh, after a quick listen, I, I, I don't listen once, uh, there's quite a nice guitar solo in there somewhere. That's about it. Otherwise, instantly forgettable elevator music par excellence. Uh, speaking of which, number 31, right by your side uh, from the Eurythmics. I have to say this is another one that I couldn't remember. And then hey presto, the first four bars and it all came flooding back and not in a good way. It has this weird Calypso Caribbean thing going on. Oh, loved Eurythmics, hated this. Number 30, Karma Chameleon by Culture Club. It's a classic, I guess, of the, of the age and of the genre, of the times. I think Do You Really Want to Hurt Me is probably the better song, but tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. Top trivia to date, it's the 38th biggest selling single of all time in the UK, selling over 1.5 million copies. And it's also in the key of B flat. Number 29, Say, Say, Say by Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson. Probably haven't heard this since 1984, but I, I loved Michael's parts in it. Number 28, The Way You Are by Tears for Fears. Band members Roland and Kurt have been uncompromising in their dislike for the song in the years following its release. Roland stated it was the point we realised we had to change direction, whatever that means. While, uh, what's the other one's name? Kurt, <laughs> Kurt Smith was even more direct in proclaiming, it's the worst thing we've done. I agree, it's pretty bad. Number 27, that's all. Genesis. I think this is the first tune in the list that I'll, um, I'll struggle with. I don't like Genesis. I can't really dress it up. I hate the sound of Phil Collins' voice and the lack of anything that makes me want to shout yes. You know, it, doesn't, it just doesn't have anything in that for me. Uh, if I'm being generous, the chorus isn't bad, but just don't tell anyone I said so. Number 26, Christmas Countdown, 12 Days to Christmas by Frank Kelly. Now, Frank Kelly was Father Jack from uh, Father Ted fame. And he's a kind of iconic uh, figure in sitcom history, I'd say. But this song is not going to go down in the annals of time of uh, rock and roll. But fair play to him if he made a few quid from it. And, oh, it's just painfully dated. Number 25 is the Club Fantastic Mega Mix by Wham. Wham. It's quite fun saying that. Now, anything with Megamix in the title has to be cool, right? Some quality bass playing and a very definitive 80s club sound to it. Another one of those songs that was hastily put together so the band could move on to a new record deal and uh, bigger and greater things. And uh, whatever happened to them, I wonder. Hmm. Number 24 to 21. Now, 
this must be one of the most eclectic sections that you just don't see today, or maybe you do. Not really knowing what's in the charts, or if charts even exist anymore, I don't know. I guess that's all a bit of a moot point. But at number 24, Marilyn and uh, Calling Your Name. It's a kind of paint-by-numbers pop song, nothing to write home about. You can always Google Boy George and Marilyn if you want some more gossip, and it's a bit more interesting, I think, than the tune. Number 23, Barry Manilow, Read Him and Weep. It's astoundingly bad. It's like the worst attempt at a meatloaf-style ballad, but sung by someone who has no voice at all. I did indeed listen and weep. Number 22, Shaken Stevens, Cry Just a Little Bit. I felt like crying after watching this and listening to it. It's, uh, oh, it's grim. Anyway, it has an uncanny similar groove to this gem from Billy Ocean. I'll link it somewhere up here or down there. And Billy's has definitely got a better bass line, to be fair. The Shaken Stevens song has an aptly bonkers video to it. It's just, it's just quite bizarre to work out what's going on. So uh, check it out and let me know if you can work out what's going on. Just leave me a comment. Number 21. Dennis Waterman and George Cole. What are we going to get? Our indoors. Er, er, er. It's supposed to be her, right? Well, the theme tune from the original Minder is an absolute banger. This Christmas tune from the less than dynamic duo left me reaching for the skip button. Next. Number 20 is Slade and Merry Christmas, everybody. A.K.A. the ubiquitous Christmas song originally released in 1973 and then subsequently, that's hard to say, and then subsequently released every year after that forevermore. I'll let you into a secret, though. If I only hear this once or twice over the festive period, I really quite like it. But shh, don't tell anyone. And, uh, oh, you should watch Slade in Flame. Number 19. So, as we get into the top 20, let's see what gems await. We have Cool in the Gang and Straight Ahead. Not from their vintage catalogue, but more of a standard groove by numbers. Instantly forgettable, I would say. Number 18. Rat Rapping Brilliant, Isn't It? By Roland Rat Superstar. There's always been a rich... <clears throat> Cough, cough, history of novelty records in the UK charts. Maybe that's a podcast or a video for another day. Life was really weird in the 1980s, so not much fun with this ragdoll rodent. Brilliant it isn't. Number 17, UB40, Many Rivers to Cross. I have to admit I've not heard this song in years, but it's as good as I remember the first time. Taken from the excellent Labour of Love album, their cover of the Jimmy Cliff original, I think, really stands the test of time. It's a homage to reggae classics and one or two maybe lesser-known numbers. Thumbs up from me. Number 16, Pretenders, 2,000 Miles, The Pretenders Christmas Song. Chrissy Hines sounds wonderful. Number 15, Tracy Ullman, Move Over, Darling. Everything that Chrissy Hines' voice isn't. Next. Number 14. It's a bit of a classic, number 14. Uptown Girl Billy Joel. Is it Joel? 
Joel. Maybe it's a Christmas thing as well, yeah. Uh, it's a classic tune from Billy Joel. When I moved to South Korea in 2000, there was a small record store uh, in the neighborhood where I lived. I mean, just like random CDs and things like that. Uh, I remember buying his greatest hits. I think it might have been volume one and volume two that helped me go through my first summer. Uh, good times indeed. Number 13. This is a, this is quite bizarre. Okay. Number 13. Cliff Richard, please don't fall in love. This makes Roland Rat's tune sound like it was straight from the Lennon-McCartney songbook. It's a disgrace. Number 12, Tina Turner, Let's Stay Together. Uh, we sadly lost Tina in 2023, and I recently read an, uh, a really nice piece in The Guardian by the guys who put this comeback album together with her. They were in Heaven 17, if that means anything to you, but uh, it's linked below. Can't really go wrong with the Al Green classic, but this is a nice, slightly more upbeat cover. However, the record sleeve is a bit, it's a bit, it's of questionable taste, I would say. Number 11, Michael Jackson Thriller. Quite hard to believe that this only peaked at number 10 in the charts. It's bonkers to think of all the truly, truly dreadful number one songs there's been over the years. Enjoy all 13 minutes of the video. It's a classic. Into the top 10. And at 10, Howard Jones, What is Love? I suppose that's an eternal question. Uh, it's a cool pop song, complete with lots of mad synth sounds from the 80s. Uh, great hair, or bad hair, depending on your point of view. Someone should count how many times Howard actually asks the questions. Number 9, Paul McCartney, Pipes of Peace. Title track from the album. Oh, it's difficult to remember anything from the album, really. And it's weird how you can have CCC and this on the same record. I suppose if you're Maca, you can kind of do what you like. Uh, it's all a bit dull. Number eight, Thompson Twins Hold Me Now. Thompson Twins, of course, were a new wave, new romantic trio, obviously. I like this song still after all these years. It's a bit repetitive and a bit too long, but it still manages to encapsulate some kind of charm from the time. Number seven, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, Islands in the Stream, written by the Bee Gees, arguably in their songwriting pomp, and you can hear that definitive sound throughout the song. It's rather good, if you're in the mood for some super easy listening. Thumbs up from me. Number six, Billy Joel, Tell Her About It, and this is another cracker from the Innocent Man album, his homage to Motown, and an appropriately cheesy video accompanying it. It'll have you toe-tapping in next to no time. Number five is Status Quo's Margarita Time, and according to the Top 40 website, Boogie Rock Group's Status Quo are among the rock elite in the UK, securing over 50 Top 40 singles and over 20 Top 10 albums. That's a lot of numbers. That's commendable indeed. But that being said, this is a waste of everyone's time. Even a pint or two of margarita couldn't help. Number four, Culture Club Victims. I had to listen to this a couple of times and it, it wasn't terrible. I thought it would be a bit cheesier, but it was a decent big haired style ballad from that particular era. A well-written pop song. You'll find some videos of Boy George 
in uh, of more recent times when his voice seems to have completely gone. But I think at this time, he could probably hold a tune. I think that's fair to say. Number three, Paul Young, Love of the Common People. Don't be fooled by the poppy nature of this. Rather catchy tune. I went back and read the lyrics and it's a bit heavy and sadly still as accurate today as it was then. I knew this was a cover version. He did a great version of Wherever I Lay My Hat. And uh, he was that kind of artist but have a bit of a social conscience. At number two, Slade, and not their Christmas song because that was earlier in the chance, but this is My Oh My. And uh, my oh my, I'd completely forgotten this song existed, but I'm not sure if this was their comeback or a stab at the American market, but it's uh, a very familiar type of tune. It's similar to like Wind of Change or Brian Adams's Heaven. I'm sure Brian Adams doesn't have copyright on Heaven itself, but you know, the song. Anyway, there's that kind of power ballad thing going on and it's, uh, it's all right. I miss all the misspellings though when it comes to Slate songs. Number one, The Flying Pickets and Only You. Now, this was originally a number two hit for Yazoo in 1982, and this a cappella version from The Flying Pickets made it all the way to the top. There's something incredibly moving about the voice when it's in unison like this, and sure, there's a bit of cheese involved, but it's, it's beautifully arranged. I like it. Subtle nuances as well as this kind of certain charm, and who doesn't miss seeing normal blokes on top of the pops wearing donkey jackets? and uh, t-shirts that support the minor strike. I hope they all made a few quid off the record and, you know, enjoyed themselves in the making of it. That's it. That's your top 40, first week of January 1984. Thanks for watching.